T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Well, good morning, fellow MAGA semi-fascists, and welcome to the Terrace Show on 106.3 WORD, the Upstate's talk station. This is John Whitmer. I have the pleasure of filling in for Tara this morning. For those of you who don't know me, let me introduce myself. I'm a recovering politician. I served for four years in the Kansas House of Representatives, representing uh, West Wichita and parts of South central Kansas uh, in Sedgwick County. I've been involved in Kansas politics for over 20 years. I've worked on multiple campaigns in the state and, and national level, and I, I've been a delegate to our uh, our state convention and the last three Republican national conventions. I am also fortunate enough to host the John Whitmer Show on Sunday nights on our Odyssey affiliate here in Wichita on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. And uh, it's a pleasure to be with you this morning. Thank you again for joining us. If you'd like to reach out, I love hearing from you. So you can text me on the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line at 71307, or you can call me on the GS Plumbing talk line at 800-347-1063. And you can find me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. I love hearing from you. Um, I got lots of calls yesterday, bunch of texts, which is great. I love seeing the texts, so feel free to uh, to text. Uh, I would love to hear from you. I will warn you, however, I'm, I'm a little bummed this morning. I'm a little down this morning because literally my second favorite team in the NFL is whoever's playing the Dallas Cowboys. And so... I'm I'm disappointed this morning. I'm dejected this morning because, frankly, I hate the Cowboys. <laughs> so anytime Dallas wins, I'm bummed. And it really has nothing to do with the team. I just cannot stand their fans. There are no worse winners, no poorer losers out there than Cowboys fans. They cannot, they, they, they are poor losers and they're poor winners generally. The upside is Tom Brady lost, so it's it's a mixed day for me because we may finally be rid of Tom Brady, but it was just a it was an ugly game all around for Brady. Uh, Dak Prescott had a great game, which is bad news because I don't like Dak Prescott, so it was just no fun. And and of course, having to get up at three in the morning made watching the game painful. However, I did get to. You know, stay up long enough to watch the trailer for the new season of The Mandalorian, which that was worth it, (laughs) frankly. Staying up to watch the trailer of The Mandalorian 
made it worth it with the, you know, made it made it worth it. So, you know, I had to I had to do that. So. But we'll talk uh, we'll talk some politics this morning. We'll talk whatever you want to talk about. Speaking of talking politics, I, I was listening to Lee's news this morning and, and I got to tell you, <laughs> and Lee does a great job. We've got we've got a good local news guy here. Lee does a fantastic job. And one of the things that he touched on, and it kind of quick reference in the news, was the White House's response to this ongoing drip drab of bad news on the White House and these documents. And by the way, I'm proud to say that my home, my office, and my garage have been marked safe from any top secret documents. We don't we don't have any at my house, which is something Joe Biden can't say. But White House officials said on Monday that there are no visitor logs that keep track of who comes and goes from President Pudding's personal residence in Wilmington, Delaware, where six classified documents have now been discovered in recent days. And if I mean, that, that's just what's been discovered in recent days. Lord knows what's going to come out in the next week or so. And that, that's just what they've told us about. Keep in mind, they found the ones back in November. They're only telling, about it, telling us about it now. A top House Republican demanded on Sunday that the White House turn over the visitor logs. And now they're telling us, well, we don't have visitor logs. That's convenient. We don't keep track. Bull. Okay, that's fine. They say uh, they say they don't keep track. A spokesman for the White House Counsel's Office said no such log exists because Mr. Biden's home is not an official government property. Well, it should be, considering how much time he spends there. Keep in mind, folks, Joe Biden has spent 40% of his time in office the first two years on vacation. The guy vague now that may not be a bad thing because he's literally the worst president we've had. And while he's on vacay, he's not doing any damage. But still, it should be an official residence. He stays there more than he does in the White House. Quote, like every president across decades of modern history, his personal residence is personal, said spokesman E.M. Sams. But upon taking office, President Biden restored the norm and traditions of keeping White House visitors' logs, including publishing them regularly after the previous administration ended them. Okay, so once again, they're blaming Trump because it's Trump's fault for everything, if you didn't know that. Global warming, um, you know, cats and dogs sleeping together, it's all Donald Trump's fault. Anthony Guglielmi, the consigliere, no doubt, the chief communications for the Secret Service, said the agency does not track people who visit the president's personal home either because his personal property is personal (laughs) okay can you imagine can you only imagine when the fbi raided donald trump's mar-a-lago home if he had said well this personal property is personal how the media would have reacted to that it's there would have been wailing and gnashing of teeth. There would have, oh wait, there already was. The double standard here is glaring. And I appreciate Lee's coverage of the news on this, at least mentioning the fact 
But you know the mainstream media is not going to point this out. Personal resident, like every president across decades of modern history, his personal residence is personal, said the spokesman Ian Sams. But upon taking office, President Biden restored the norm. Look, personal residence is personal. Okay. It was no longer personal when you started storing documents in the garage next to your Corvette. And don't get me started on the Corvette. Back in my family, guys who had Corvettes, there was only one reason you had a Corvette, and that's because you wanted to hook up. Old men who wanted to hook up with young women. And in Joe Biden's case, it's really young women. I mean, inappropriately young women. But his personal residence is personal? That's your defense? And you didn't tell us about it for months? And you knew about it before the election, but delayed telling us about it until after the election? That's mighty convenient. The whole thing is laughable. And of course, the media is just going to excuse it. Going to make excuses for it. Because that's what they do. They're sycophants. And they will make excuses, and they will explain it away, Because Joe Biden is Joe Biden. He's their guy. Heaven forbid Donald Trump do it. Heaven forbid any Republican do it. But any Democrat do it, well, he's their guy. That's the problem with the media today. That's the problem with the state of politics today, is the double standard. But, you know, that's the state of affairs in which we live, folks. Uh, what do I know? <laughs> we'll take a quick break, and then I want to hear from you. Studio lines are open. You can call me on the GS Plumbing Talk line at 800-347-1063. You're listening to The Tara Show on 106.3 WORD, the Upstate's talk station. We'll be back right after this. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time, baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world, screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Welcome back to the Terra Show on 106.3 WORD, the Upstate's talk station. This is John Whitmer filling in for Terra this morning. If you'd like to reach out, you can text the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line at 71307 or call me 
on the GS Plumbing Talk line at 800-347-1063. And you can find me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. Seeing a ton of texts, which is great. I, I love these texts. I, we'll get to those here in a few minutes. Yesterday was uh, Martin Luther King Day. And Joe Biden uh, had, gave a speech. Well, Joe Biden read a speech that someone else wrote for him. They, they gave him his pudding and sent him out to give a speech. Um, and there's a great line from King's famous speech that he gave on the mall. There's a lot of great lines from King's speech, but one of them uh, was, we must forever conduct our struggle on the high plane of dignity and discipline. We must forever conduct our struggle on the high plane of dignity. And so often, I think, many on the left forget elements of King's speech. That's one of them. Conducting the struggle on the high plane of dignity. Someone should have reminded Joe Biden yesterday as he delivered remarks at the National Action Network Martin Luther King Day breakfast about King's reminder to conduct their struggle on the high plane of dignity. Because Joe Biden spent the bulk of his speech attacking. He attacked Republicans. He attacked, again, MAGA. And again, I, I don't know what's wrong with make America great again. You would think that that's a notion that we could all get behind. He attacked police officers. He targeted law-abiding gun owners. He basically, once again, attacked the 84 million people who didn't vote for him. This is the same man who famously stood in front of the red-lighted background with his Stalinistic, fascist, Hitler-like imagery and attacked everybody who didn't vote for him, and yet, when he was inaugurated, said he would represent everyone, including those who didn't vote for him. He also threatened millions of conservatives. He said, quote, I love my right-wing friends talking about how the Tree of Liberty is watered with the blood of patriots. If you want to take on the federal government, you need some F-15s. You don't need AR-15s. Joe Biden doesn't even know what an AR-15 is. And no one is threatening Joe Biden with AR-15s. But the imagery of that right there, he's threatening his opposition with F-15s at a Martin Luther King Day breakfast. Martin Luther King, who said we must forever conduct our struggle on the highest plane of dignity, and Joe Biden is commemorating him with threatening his opposition with F-15s after causing record high inflation due to his tax and spend policies Joe Biden had the nerve to call Republicans, quote, fiscally demented. These guys, they're fiscally demented, I think. They don't quite get it. Seriously? 
the guy who clearly has dementia is calling us fiscally demented? He he referred to Republican lawmakers as demented? A guy who has barely control of his bowels is calling us demented? He has literally zero self-awareness. It, it, is, it is unfathomable that Joe Biden can stand at a commemorative breakfast and call Republicans fiscally demented. He's destroying our country's economy every day. And we're the ones that are fiscally demented? He's hired 87,000 new IRS agents while leaving the border shorthanded, wide open, inviting illegals to cross it every day, flooding the country with fentanyl, and we're the ones that are demented, Joe? He's a senile old pervert, and we're the ones that are demented? I mean, this is... Unbelievable. What happened to conduct our struggle on the high plane of dignity? The man has no dignity. It's, it's, ah. To see this, to watch this speech where he sang happy birthday to Martin Luther King's wife and couldn't remember her name, but he remembered enough to call Republicans fiscally demented. That's how you commemorate Martin Luther King's memorial. Unbelievable. And that's our president. That's who we have to look to and how other countries look to us. That's who represents us on a global stage. Surreal. It's really surreal. But as I've said before on this show, on my show, elections have consequences. And it, it, it illustrates even more so why we as Republicans and why we as conservatives have to do a better job of vetting our candidates, of getting more engaged in elections, of volunteering our time, our effort, and our money at election time. We can no longer afford to rant and rave and get mad. We have to vote. We have to door knock. We have to make phone calls. Because the left does it. We're not going to win elections if we don't get engaged. We'll take a quick break. I want to hear from you. The studio lines are open. You can call me on the GS Plumbing talk line at 800-347-1063. You're listening to The Tara Show. I think I need to take a, something to lower my blood pressure. <laughs> You're listening to 1063 WORD. 
the Upstate's talk station. We'll be back right after this. Welcome back to the Terra Show on 106.3 WORD, the Upstate's talk station. This is John Whitmer filling in for Terra this morning. If you'd like to reach out, you can text the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line at 71307 or call me on the GS Plumbing talk line at 800-347-1063. And you can find me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. Love to hear from you. I'm reading some of the texts here. I saw the largest turnout of support and campaigning for Trump in 2020, it didn't matter. Election was rigged. Rigged. The country is lost. Uh, you know, I'm, I agree to an extent. Um, turnout is a big deal. Obviously, the D's turned out better than we did. And there was some fraud for sure. Whether or not it was enough to sway the election, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if we'll ever know because we've never fully audited the uh, the results. They rigged that. They prevented us from properly counting every ballot in the states that mattered, in particular Pennsylvania and Arizona. And if we don't ever do proper election tallying, if we don't count every ballot, if we don't have voter ID, I think that's really what it comes down to. We have to have voter ID, period. Period. Every state has to have voter ID. And I think we also have to get rid of things like drop boxes. And I think we also need to get rid of asinine notions like being able to submit your ballot a week and a half after the election. Look at Florida. Florida can get everything done on the same day, on election day, period. There's no reason why we shouldn't be able to get it all done on election day. And when I mean done, I mean the count done, too. Done. But I think you're right. Um, I, I think the enthusiasm was there. I'm not entirely sure the enthusiasm is going to be there for Trump in 2024. And I, again, I voted for Trump twice. I was a convention at the, or a delegate at the convention for Trump twice. And if Trump wins the primary, I will do it again. I'm not entirely sure I want to do it again. I think we could do better than Donald Trump in 2024. I think there are better alternatives than Trump in 2024. But if he wins, I support him for sure. I think he has a lot. I think he was a fantastic president. Don't get me wrong. I think his policies were phenomenal. I think there's just so much baggage that comes with Donald Trump. Some I wish he'd stay off Twitter. Well, he is now, but I, you, I just think there's so many other elements that energize and motivate the opposition more. I, frankly, my choice would be Ron DeSantis. I, I think Ron DeSantis brings us all of the things, the policies that Donald Trump brought to the table without some of the downside. But again, if Donald Trump wins the primary, I'll support him wholeheartedly. And I do think that's one of our biggest problems is Republicans who don't support our nominee once we get to the general election. 
And we've seen this time and time again where we shoot ourselves in the foot. And we have to have, if we have that large turnout of support in the primary, if we have that same thing going into a general, we'll be fine. We got to make sure that we unite. The Democrats do a much better job of uniting behind their general election nominee than we do. So we have to do that. Joe Biden's a one-trick pony, conservatism in the American way. I agree. I hope so. I hope you're right. It'll be interesting. They say that he may announce a run in 2024 as soon as February. <laughs> I've, You know, they're going to trot him out there. One-trick pony. They may trot him out there as soon as next month. Um, I don't think, I'm, I'm not entirely sure Joe Biden will survive till 2024. I don't think mentally, I'm not sure he's sharp enough to run in 2024, but he may very well be the nominee for the Democrats. I think Kamala Harris wanted it. I don't think she expected to be marginalized to the extent that she is. Trump has become too much of a celebrity and the baggage that you mentioned is what will hold him back. I voted for him too, but Ron is what we need in 2024. I think, you know, there's something to be said about that. I think there's a lot of good candidates. Don't get me wrong. I think we're, we have a, we're blessed. We have a cornucopia of excellent choices. Donald Trump could be a great choice in 2024. Ron DeSantis, Mike Pompeo, Nikki Haley. There's a lot of choices. Christy Nome. We don't need a bunch. We don't need that 16 people on the stage like we had back in the day. But I think we're blessed. Look at the Democrats. I mean, who are they going to run? Joe? Kamala? Pete Buttigieg? Bernie Sanders? I mean, it's a it's a parade of nut jobs. Jeffrey, Hakeem Jeffries? It's a it's a contest to see who can be more liberal. AOC? I mean, literally, these are the names that the Democrats are putting forward. Gavin Newsom? Literally, it's who could be more socialist. So I think clearly the choice, it's a very stark comparison between he, people who support traditional American values and people who want to take our country in a radically different direction. People who support the ultimate woke agenda and people who will support traditional values of limited government. Things that, that we stand for. John, I think you're barking up the wrong tree if you think Nikki Haley is popular in South Carolina. She's not. She's also not a conservative. Uh, that may be. I'm, I'm not that familiar with Nikki Haley. I know she is one of the names that has come up occasionally. Uh, Christy Noem has come up occasionally. I've not met Nikki Haley. I've met Christy Noem. I've, I've met Donald Trump. I've met um, Mike Pence. That's another name that has come up, is, uh, is the former vice president. I had him on, uh, on my show. We've been trying to get the former vice president on this show. I tried when I guest hosted for uh, Tara in the break between Christmas and New Year's. We're trying. I may be back on your show here soon. And if I do, I'll try and see if I can get the former vice president on the show. You know, Mike Pence, he is uh, he's, he, he is conservative, whether you want to believe it or not. Mike Pence is a solid conservative. 
Um, there are some who are mad at him for the January 6th, and yeah, we could have that conversation. Uh, but Mike Pence is certainly one who is seriously considering a run for vice president. It'd be interesting to see if he does. Um, uh, someone just texted in, they will run Michelle Obama. Oh, my God. And New York just gave her, you know, the new, uh, <laughs> she's got a new trail in New York City, the Michelle Obama trail, the taxpayer we just paid for. We just bought a $15 million Michelle Obama trail. <laughs> so <laughs> that was all part of the omnibus spending bill. The ticket we should run will be Ron DeSantis, Ron DeSantis and Carrie Lake. Trump should bow out and be the hype man at every rally. I like that idea. I like that idea. Ooh, that's a good, somebody should give her that idea. That's a good, that's a good notion. We'll take a quick break. I want to hear from you. Keep, uh, keep texting. This is fun. I, I like this. Studio lines are open. You can also give us a call. Or keep texting the GS Plumbing talk line at 800-347-1063. Or text us. You're listening to The Tara Show on 106.3 WORD, the Upstate's talk station. We'll be back right after this. Welcome back to the Terra Show on 106.3 WORD, the Upstate's talk station. This is John Whitmer filling in for Terra this morning. If you'd like to reach out, you can text the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line at 71307 or call me on the GS Plumbing talk line at 800-347-1063. And you can find me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. I got a, just got a Twitter message, as a matter of fact, from someone who was asking about some of the uh, asinine, I guess you they were listening yesterday, we talked a little bit about uh, vaccinations and unvaccinated and whether vaxxed or unvaxxed. And they were asking because they'd seen something. And, and I'm, I'm very open about the fact that I'm unvaccinated. I don't care. I've, I've had COVID twice. And, and don't get me wrong. I'm, if you want to get the shot, get the shot. You want to get boosted, get boosted. Uh, you're going to have to keep perpetually getting boosted. But I saw this story that came out recently, and I guess so did this reader, that there's a an increasing number of, of uh, we'll just say, uh, <laughs> derangement. We, we, we've heard of Trump derangement syndrome. I, I think there's a new syndrome, and it's it's vaccinated derangement syndrome. But all of a sudden, I think many... COVID-19 vaccine proponents want some kind of, for lack of a better term, COVID amnesty, meaning they want unvaccinated to forgive them for some of the terrible things that they did and said over the last two years. And mind you, these are the same people who said that the unvaccinated should be turned away from hospitals and separated on public transportation and refused health insurance and that kind of stuff. And don't get me wrong, I don't care. Past is past. I think, you know, yeah, you 
a lot of the folks who treated unvaccinated treated were treated pretty poorly, frankly. And you remember Joe Biden famously said that COVID-19 was a disease of the unvaccinated and blamed us for murder. And we were the ones that were causing this. And lots of the, the idiots on The View went around saying that. And I just think it should be, you know, it's all, it's all good. It's all forgiven. And let's move on. I'm ready to move on from COVID. I think a lot of us are ready to move on from COVID. But let's also keep it as a reminder of how terrible the unvaccinated were treated. So I, I don't think we should necessarily hold a grudge. I don't think there should be tit for tat or anything like that. That I also don't think we should be coming after people who are unvaccinated. But I think we need to remind, just not forget, that there was a time when if you were unvaccinated, it was you were a pariah. And it's you, there. There was definitely a time when people who tr- who were segregated, for lack of a better term, vaxxed and unvaxxed. And so I think we need to let us not forget, is the best way to put it, that even now there are those that want the unvaccinated turned away. And it wasn't that long ago that there were those who wanted the unvaccinated turned away from hospitals, refused health insurance, separated on public transportation and more. And so let's forgive and forget the genie's never going to go back in the bottle. These petty tyrants among us definitely don't need to be given any kind of power. We know who they are. They revealed themselves for who they are, and the rest of us will never forget who they are and what they did. But at the same time, it's time to move on. It's time to put COVID behind us. It's like a flu. It's, it's, you know, and I hope nobody gets it and I hope we move on from it. But nobody wants to live with this stuff anymore. And we should turn away from those who've participated in this whole COVID hysteria now. And we need to show compassion and care for those who have had it, those who've lost someone through COVID. But at the same time, let's move on and let's put the whole thing, the whole debacle behind us. And I think we, you know, there were, let's not forget, there were times that there were even talk of quarantines and let's just, because yeah, I, I, I know in this message they were asking about, you know, should there be repercussions and should there be retaliation? And I just... I think that's taking it too far. Now let's never forget, but it's time to forgive. It's time to, yeah, let's move on. You know, forgive, but not forget. That's kind of the best behavior, in my opinion. We'll take a quick break. You're listening to The Terra Show on 106.3 WORD, the Upstate's talk station. 
We'll be back after this. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 